They're prominent, they're successful, and some are more than a little controversial. They're real South Africans on face-to-face with success. Brought to you by real people with real solutions. Nashua, saving you time, saving you money, putting you first. This time on Face to Face with Success, we're in the heart of Cape Town's hipster quarter, meeting a serial entrepreneur. I sit down with Nick Haralambus at Clark's on Bree Street. You might remember Nick as the guy who made a big splash with MoTribe. It was one of South Africa's first big mobile internet moves, and Nick cashed out when it was sold on to Mixit. So MoTribe was probably my eighth business or ninth business. I'd started my first business when I was 18 or 19 at Varsity. From there until MoTribe, everything failed. Nine years of failure. So the first nine years of building and failing was really more about learning and necessary learnings. I mean, statistically, most millionaires are minted after the age of 40. There's a reason for that. It's because they've got the experience and they've learned what the world can offer and how to scale things that matter. Um, And I think that's what I was doing in my 20s was learning. Failure is never easy, especially when you're isolated with no mentors and you're learning as you're going. So I I didn't have a business degree. I studied as a journalist. The most business thing about my existence is that all the Greek jokes about my family are true. My family owned a corner cafe and that's how they got from Valcom to Johannesburg and put me through private school education, like genuinely hardcore entrepreneurs who traded things day to day to make money. And I think it's in my blood. So... The self-talk that goes on is constant, manic, depressive, bipolar, real fear. There's nothing fake about it. You are deep down in this dark pit. And let me be frank, that never goes away. Every day I wake up with my current business and think, today's the day. Today's the day they find out that I'm not who I think I am. Today's the day that no one buys my product, that it all falls to shit. Then it's over. And that has been consistent for 11 years. I don't think that people who want more don't fear And that fear is part of the thing that informs you to be better. His new venture is a complete departure from how he made his name. Believe it or not, it's a sock company. I ask him how on earth he came to choose something so seemingly random. Exiting MoTribe was a very intense, confusing and depressive period for me. Um, I didn't want to sell my business. I didn't believe we'd achieved enough. And I hold myself to pretty high standards, even if no one else does. So in my Great Depression, quite literally, I was sitting in my underwear watching TV with my socks on. And um, the socks I was wearing had holes in them. And they were a brand that I'd been wearing for a while. It's imported, not good quality. And I thought, I wonder if I can make socks. And the next day I started investigating with my partner, Jen, and who later she became my business partner. Um, and we decided, let's see if we can do this. And turns out you can make socks in Cape Town. Uh, so we went and met the factory. And by dumb luck, I found the nicest factory in the country. These guys were so pleasant. They explained to me how you make socks. They walked me through the process. They showed me their factory. They told me all their cost prices. And then I designed some socks and we made the first batch. So the decision in the beginning was kind of happenstance. But as we developed the idea and unpacked it, we started to realize that there was something real and tangible there. So I set myself three very distinct targets. One was to use 5,000 rand or less. Uh, The other one was to build the business in six weeks or less. And the last one was to generate some form of lasting income in 30 days or less. And literally the first business that I lucked into was socks. Um, I say lucked into then, but now wow, it feels like hard work. And in the space of 12 days after launch, we'd sold three, four, five, six hundred pairs. I can't remember the exact numbers. Let's say 600 pairs. And the 5,000 rand had become 30,000 rand. And for the next two years, we rolled that money into a real business. Common wisdom tells us South Africa's textile industry is dead. 
and it's never going to be revived. There's a lot of doom and gloom around it, especially in a place like the Western Cape, where it once was so big. We try and do as much as we can in South Africa. Our socks, which is 90% of our products, are made locally. Um, our labels, our boxes, our bags, our logos, everything is designed and manufactured locally. Some of our products we just can't get here. Um, the textile industry over the last two decades is tanked in South Africa. So part of what we're doing is to try and uplift that. So our factory that we now are partnered with in, in Cape Town, we've actually helped fund two machines. So we own two machines. We're helping them grow their capacity. We're expanding our footprint in, into other factories throughout the country. So we're trying to revive this industry that we believe is going to come back. Nick is the least romantic entrepreneur that I've encountered to date. He's unflinchingly honest about the travails of those who choose to go it alone. It's brutal. It's brutal. At that point, actually, I made a very conscious choice to be honest when people ask me about business. One of my best friends at the time, we had coffee and he said to me, so dude, how are you? And I was like, oh yeah, I'm great. Then I stopped and I was like, actually, I'm not. This is horrible. I haven't paid myself and it's really bad. And I thought he was going to judge me and immediately he stopped and he was like, me too. I'm having such a rough time. And at that point, I decided to be more honest about what we do as entrepreneurs because it's this culture that no one really knows. We're all very quiet about it in South Africa. We're not honest. And we think it's this glorious, glamorous thing. And it's not. It's brutal. And it harms our health and our relationships all in sacrifice for this thing that we're building. Nick believes in going with ideas rather than thinking too long. My advice would be start immediately. If you think you've got an idea, start immediately. Sell it. See if people will buy it. And if they do, you've got a model. That's it. Um, but if you hypothesize and you think and you develop and you prototype and you never put anything in the market, you're never going to sell anything. And the truth about most of the businesses in retail is if you're not selling a product, you don't have a business. It's really that simple. You can have a beautiful website. You can have a million people on your email database. If you aren't making sales, you are not building a business. So my advice is just to build. Build stuff today because the longer you wait, the more competitors there are. And there are already competitors to whatever idea you've thought of. If you're thinking about it in the shower, someone has thought about it, built it and sold it already. So all you can do is sell it better or cheaper or faster or harder. They're prominent. They're successful. And some are more than a little controversial. They're real South Africans on face-to-face with success. Brought to you by real people with real solutions. Nashua. Saving you time, saving you money, putting you first. Find more real success stories at thesolutionslab.co.za.